This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I am your host, Sean. Um, my uh, co-host, Susie, is again absent this week. She is studying for a big test for work, and um, she's really kind of trying to buckle down and make sure she can uh, get through that. So uh, she's again uh, allowing me to fly solo. Uh, Susie, we miss you. Can't wait to have you back. Should be back for next week. Next week's show, uh, we have plans to record that uh, in the next couple days. So uh uh, plan on seeing Susie at the next show, but I uh, uh, just wanted to wish her well on that test and uh, tell her we're all rooting for her. But um, again, guys, thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, this is uh, the second show of our sixth season here at Paddle and Finn, uh, the second new show, I should say. And um, I wanted to just take an opportunity again to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. And uh, tonight's guest that uh, we're bringing back, uh, I think it's been maybe even close to two years since uh, he was on the show. He originally came on to do a show back when Milford was with me uh, doing the noob show. And uh, we had him on to talk about shaky heads and uh, learned a lot from him then. And I had the opportunity to spend some time with him this summer. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more once I introduce him. But I just wanted to take a, a second and welcome back Mr. Ethan Jett to the show. Welcome back, Ethan. What's up? Not much, man. How's uh, life been treating you? It's been good. It's been good fishing all the time and living the dream. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That sounds awesome, man. I wish I could say I was fishing all the time. I, especially right now, man, I I'm lucky to get out once a week if I can. Uh, I've been fishing from the shore a little bit more, but, uh, um, I just got my dry suit back finally. Um, so, uh, super happy to be able to get back out on the water a little bit more, it's but cold up there, right? <laughs> it's yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's been, it was in the thirties today. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like rainy. It was like 39 and rainy. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to hold off on going out. It was a really cold 65 here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys break out like the winter jackets when it gets that cold? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's been um, two weeks ago. It was down like 10 degrees. It was cold. I can't so. imagine how, like, I know how, you know, how, like how we deal with that. But down there, you guys got to like, oh. do you even have stuff to wear when it's that cold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the- just bundle up 
Wear five shirts. And <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, I know I can't remember. I, I should have looked back to see when you were on when, when we did the uh, Shaky Head episode. But I know it was a while ago. Um, it was well, over uh, two years ago now. I was thinking because uh, I know I've, I have almost a whole year under my belt without Ryan here with us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and um, I mean, he was still here a while when when we interviewed you. But so, uh, you know, uh, why don't you just tell the folks a little bit about if the folks who don't uh, remember that show, maybe or, or new listeners who you are, where you're from. And, uh, you know, we can dive into, you know, how your year was this year. Yeah. Well, my name's Ethan Jett. I'm 24. I'm from Lewisburg, Tennessee which is southern, southern middle Tennessee. Um, I fish out of a Hobie Pro Angler 14. I do a all pretty the... Pretty one, right? <laughs> yes, the Ike edition, yeah. yeah. Had to go with the bright red. <laughs> um, and then I go... Uh, I do all, try to do all the Hobie events, and I'm getting in the Bassmaster this year. Um, I've, I've done pretty decent last year. I, I got invited to the TOC and... Um, completely bombed it, but who's 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 showing her? <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, you, just to just to be able to fish in in, in that is is pretty amazing. And yes. the company that you're fishing with is oh, it was amazing. I, I got to meet a lot of people, hang out. I've learned a lot, so I've, I'm looking forward to what I've learned in 2020 going into 2023. So yeah, gotcha. So um, uh, during the uh, Susquehanna Hobie event, Ethan. Uh, I, uh, when I, we interviewed him, I had, uh, opened an invitation that anytime he wanted to come up to, uh, my neck of the woods, he could definitely have a place to stay at my place. And, uh, he actually took me up on that for the, the Hobie, uh, event on the Susquehanna this year. So I got to, uh, host Ethan at my house and, uh, and Stuart, his good friend and, um, got to fish with them a little bit and, uh, you know, you know, kind of pal around with them during the Hobie event, which was great for me. Cause that was my first big event so i had you know a lot of butterflies and you know it made me uh you know a little less nervous uh, having those guys to talk to and and uh especially to fish with on day two so um i just wanted to say thanks for that and um well thank you for letting us stay so yeah no problem it was awesome and uh my it's an open door at my house so yeah. anytime yeah uh, you want to well come just back so no i'll probably be up there october <laughs> <laughs> cool cool that's a good time to be up here uh the fall bite will be on fire then hopefully and uh you know we can uh, get you well the the schedule's not officially out yet or all the way complete but i'm pretty sure it's going to be at the suskies i've i've heard yeah. the same thing too yeah. and um they actually just uh said that the the native big bass tournament is coming back to our neck oh, of the yeah. woods in the fall too so i'm excited to try that again because that was a, a pretty crazy tournament too uh was, is that the thousand dollar every hour yeah. yep yeah so um I, I did fish that one too. I didn't fish great. And I, I had to leave early too. Cause I had a wedding that day. So I oh. fished, I fished from like eight to 12, uh, or no, no, like, I guess it was at six to 12. I can't remember, but I fished till 12 basically. And then ran like crazy. I, I, I didn't even, you know, go home and shower or anything. I just changed in my truck and went right to the wedding. Yeah. So I've but, done um, that a few times. <laughs> so you can ask my sister, I was at her wedding an, a minute early. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Well, you know, you got your priorities in line there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But um, well, th the reason I wanted to have Ethan on tonight is because um, he also uh, is a big part of rogue fishing uh, or rogue tethers. And and I guess, is it rogue fishing? What is the official it's title? It's called Rogue Fishing Co. See you. Okay. Okay. But uh, it, most of our viewers will probably be familiar with rogue just from their tethers. And and before I even met Ethan, um, I was using the phone tether because uh, I have yet to lose a phone, knock on wood, but uh, I have come, cl I came close quite a few times to completely losing it. In fact, having to retrieve it from the bottom of the river one time when I, before I had it tethered, but luckily I was only in like two feet of water, so it didn't go far. But that uh, pretty much after that event, I, I went and uh, looked at phone tethers and, you know, Rogue was the first one that kind of caught my eye. So I picked one up. And uh, I've been using one of those ever since. Um, and uh, but we, we can go into all the different ones. And uh, I figured, you know, that was probably a, a good place to start. Would you say, you know, out of all the ones you sell, what, what do you think is the most popular one? The biggest seller is the phone tether. That's I right kinda, here. I kind of guessed that. And yep, I was going to show mine. Yep. I have 
I have mine attached to my PFD right here. And uh, it's great because it's, it's long enough that I can, uh, um, you know, take my fish picks with it. And there, there's plenty of length there, but uh, it's also close to me that, you know, and I actually, I, I tuck it in one of the pockets of my PFD so that um, it's right there ready. And if I were to fall in the water, at least my phone is there with me and uh, I can, uh, you know, I could call for help if I needed to or, you know, yes, yeah. use it otherwise. So, um, so that's what. It just goes on your phone if anybody does not know. And um, so it attaches your life vest like that. Yep. And then you can take pictures like you just said. I've talked to, gosh, I don't know how many people, that this little $20 leash has saved a $1,000 phone. And, yeah, and, and it, it totally has for me too. I, and I almost to the point where – I'm, I'm not as careful as I probably should be even with it, you know, um, you know, I'll just kind of let it flop around there. If I, I take the fish, uh, uh, picture and then I'm, you know, playing with the fish or getting a hook out or something, I'll just let it kind of lay there, uh, still attached. And, and, um, but I, it, it's never failed me yet. And, and, you know, I can't say enough about, uh, how thankful I am to have it because, uh, the alternative, like you said, of <laughs> phones are just getting more and more and more expensive. It's crazy. It's, yeah. It's, you know, I remember, you know, not too long ago where a laptop was more than a phone and now it, you can buy a half decent laptop for 400 bucks, but your phone is double that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, during the TOC, I won't say his name, but there's a there was a guy that lost his phone in the water and he had to get in and look for it. So that was valuable time while he was looking that he could have been fishing a hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, for tournament anglers, every minute that you're, you're, you're not fishing, actively fishing is no. time that's counting against you. And, and so, you know, it's almost a, a must have for tournament fish yeah, or, yeah. Uh, anglers, I would think just um, a, you know, those are the people most likely to have their phones out because you're doing, yeah. you know, your catch photo release. And so your phone is going to be, you know, being taken out. Whereas, you know, maybe someone just kind of, fishing for fun might not always yeah. have it out or might have it locked in you know uh you know in their kayak or something but you know us us tournament anglers definitely have your you know our phones out all the time so the risk yeah. is almost constant that you it's can funny you say that it over. we get a lot of comments on facebook ads saying why don't you just put them in the little pouches it's like well you do you can if you're not tournament fishing because you don't you don't have to take the picture of the fish or, Right. That's right. But even I, I mean, I used, I used to use when I first got my kayak, I had one of those and it just wasn't convenient. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's bulky and, and it, your phone can overheat in there, yeah. you know, all sorts of crazy things. So, um, I think the, the phone tethers are just, a you know, a perfect solution to that. And, um, you know, I don't know, have you made them or, or how much are you involved in the, in the manufacturing process? We, um, we make everything here except for the silicone cases. Okay. We get that shipped in. But, um, as far as the, the actual coal of the leash, we do it all in house right behind me actually. So. And that, that, um, and that I was, when we get to talk about some of the other ones, I, I have a little story about that too, because I was kind of curious if, if that does get really stretched out, how quickly it recovers. And, but I'll, I'll talk to that. I'll talk about that when we get to that product. Cause, yeah, yeah. um, I've, I had a, a personal story with that one too, but, uh, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, uh, the phone tethers, I know there, I, I think there's been a couple iterations of that. What all has changed with it? Was it, we're only the phone tether 3.0 right now, which is all um, the silicone case is bigger. You know, all the new phones with the cameras, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. And this is the 13 pro and the new iPhone that came out is even bigger. So the 3.0, the silicone case is physically bigger and the, um, the actual coal is bigger too. Okay. The 2.0 was about half of that. Gotcha. So that's just I some little innovations that we've had to come out. And the reason why it's bigger, longer, is people is wanting to stretch it further to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And then the silicone case speaks for the phones getting bigger. Yep. Yep. We, um, 
we're at the very early stages of a new one that will be out in a year or two. So, okay, cool. Well, we'll look forward to seeing how that goes. Um, and um, I think I, I think I did actually have the 2.0 uh, first. And I remember you have, yeah, you did. So, um, uh, it, and, and I must say the, the new one did actually fit my phone a little bit better. Um, so I, I was happy for that change, but, uh, all in all, like I said, I'm, I'm still happy with the, the, I still have the original one. Um, it's hanging on my, my fishing rack in my garage. Cause <laughs> when I got the 3.0, I switched out to it, but the other one still works fine. I, I just, yeah. uh, um, uh, liked, uh, having all mine color matching. I, uh, luckily have all color matching ones now. So, um, a little, you know, well, um, everything color matching that, that helps you catch fish, right? Of course. Yeah. No, no. You know, you know, Navy, Navy blue. Them. I mean, the fish weren't just weren't biting when it was uh, that gray color, you know, but yeah, now that I got yeah. Navy blue, they're on top of it. Yeah. That's why All I right. People. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys do offer a lot of colors too. Like, we do. And I can run through them right quick if you want. Yeah, let's do it. So we have, let's see, our biggest seller is the black. Mm-hmm. And we have the roll blue, blue, what we just call it on the website, and then the lemon lime. And then we have rust, which is a, it's kind of like a, it's kind of a, it's a mix between a brown and a red. Mm -hmm. It looks like rust. Yep. And then we have a red. And, and this is for you, Sean. You'll, you'll, I think this is what you need. We uh, just came out with oh yeah a, a bright pink, and it don't really look good on the camera here, but it's like <laughs> a an actual breast cancer pink. That's we cool. released it in October, so yeah, no, and then I uh, you know it, any, I think yeah, I was gonna say I think I think mine was actually the the second one you showed the the line or the yellow and green the lime green there yeah yeah. yeah. That was yeah. the first color I had, but I would think like if you're, if you were doing a, a maybe a tournament in, in uh, October and you wanted some, you know, wanted to pick up some door prizes for your tournament, I think yeah. those pink ones would be perfect for something like that. We haven't sold as many as we thought we would, but I think it's cause it's, it, it's a bright color. It's, it don't really on the camera. It doesn't really do it justice, but it actually hurts my eyes when I'm working on it. <laughs> For eight hours a day. I was going to say, when you have a lot of them in front of you, I'm sure it oh, is yeah, pretty yeah. right. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, well, yeah, th like I said, tons of colors to choose from. So that's definitely, you can almost always find something that at least uh, close to what you want, I would think. Yeah, so, yeah. all right. How about a uh, number two seller? What, what do you got? So our, I'll just go down the list here. We have the Guardian, which is a paddle and um, rod leash. Mm-hmm. So that you wrap it around your paddle there and you can quick detach it. Now, I don't know if you remember this. This I used it all the time when I was at your house at the Susky. I don't typically run a paddle, but I did have it on the the Hobie when I was there. So that's um we sell a bunch of these. We we sell a lot of these in a, in the bundles that we have on our website. And it's a good paddle leash. I, I don't use it for a rod leash, but I know a lot of people that puts them on the black packs. Yeah. Yeah. And black I was just going to say, um, I was trying to, I, back when I, I, I had lost like two or three rods in one summer and I, I looked into leashes um, and I, I tried a few different ones. I actually won from the kayak anglers of central PA. I won some from a different company and uh, tried them and they are still on the back of my kayak and I don't use them. There, I have four of them tied to the back of my kayak and I never attach them. And just because they weren't really convenient, they, I, you know, initially I was like, oh, that's going to work great. But I always, uh, I did, never liked the part that hung on the rod. I felt like yeah, it always yeah. got in my way. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's was, one reason why I don't use it either. And it's time out of your day having to go and click it off your rod when you can right. just easily reach behind you and grab another one. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. Like I, you think that I would have learned my lesson from losing those rods and, and I, I actually, you know, got the ability to, to tether them. And then I was like, eh, and I stopped using them. So I yeah. should probably take them off my kayak cause that's extra weight, not a whole <laughs> lot, but every little bit adds up. You say, so, oh, yeah, yeah. but so uh, that's our, 
your guardian. Okay. Then um, we have, oh, that's the defender. The okay. defender. Yes. Yeah. Then we have the guardians 115, which is the length and the 55. Mm-hmm. And so I have these are just, these. yeah, there they are. Yeah. Yeah. So these are just your basic tool plier or your tool leashes, put your scissors on just your basic tool utility leash that you um that you buy i use them for my pliers and and my um i've i've used them for fish grips used to i don't use fish grips a lot anymore but i've had some bad history <laughs> <laughs> i have uh with a donkey leash i have that same kind of uh fear it's still in my kayak but i i just don't use it anymore because same thing. I lost one huge one, and uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I trust that anymore. I didn't lose a big fish, but I lost one that would have won tournament. So. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. But, yeah, I, I, I use the smaller size of that for uh, my uh, my pliers on my kayak. Yeah. So I, I that works great, too, because there's plenty of length to, to pull it up. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. I actually I have – like, I don't know, does the, does the, the, the PA have the elastic – tabs like my outback has a an elastic kind of mm, place where you can attach stuff to and so i attach it to that and then that gives me extra length like not that okay. this isn't long enough but with the yeah. elastic and that 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 i mean i can stretch that those pliers as far as i, I don't think the to. pas do not okay. but i know what you're talking about it yeah i know what you the little um like it's almost like a bungee cord right thing. yep was it the, a lot of some people use the 55 as a, a range finder when they're hunting? They okay. have it on their vest and they can range when they're hunting, like bow hunting. Right. So that's just a that's a kind of a different approach to what we do. You can take a lot of our stuff hunting. A lot of people use the phone tethers for hunting too. So that if you know you drop your phone, and when is that big buck going to walk out? Right when you <laughs> drop the phone. So. Right, right. Or you're, you're, yeah, you're way up in your tree stand and yeah. messing around on your phone, and then you drop it, and you yeah. don't want to climb the whole way down and spook mm -hmm. everything that can is anywhere nearby. Yeah. So I, I was, a lot of, I was, go ahead. So. As I was going to say, I was, I was curious, you know, how much of marketing that you guys have done to outside of the fishing, and, and I figure that's why you went, you know, well, you were talking about maybe, uh, you know, broadening into lots of other places i would yeah. think you know there's lots of applications for it that are not fishing related necessarily yeah i won't get into it too much but there's some changes that will happen this year with rogue that will actually help us get into more wider or um, um ranges of products and we're, we're trying to we're small right now we're trying to grow so the changes that will happen in the few in the next couple of months will really help us explode i think it's cool. an exciting time so. <laughs> cool cool that's yeah, you know yeah. and, and i think it's it's definitely applicable because you know you know when you can branch out like that and as soon as people in other other areas see what you have to offer i think it's it's almost like a no-brainer um because yeah. you'll have experience in our industry and you can point to that and say hey look we're proven you know here um give us a shot and you know we'll, yeah, yeah. you know you'll quickly fall in love with it so all right, so uh, we have the the you know the the, the kind of just regular tethers, um, yeah, yeah. and then where do you go from there? Now the next tether is my favorite. I just love the way it looks. Is the Titan board leash? Yeah, it's very military tactical look. It's um very heavy duty. So you open it up like that. Yep, goes right on your catch board. Yep. So this is a $25 leash that protects your $75 board. And this was, uh, that was my other story that I was going to talk about. <laughs> so um, going into the Hobie event, I had no idea that uh, I couldn't use the carbonate board, my, the, the catch board that I already had. So uh, I had to quickly acquire a catch board. I didn't know that uh, they sold them right at the Hobie event. Uh, I learned that right <laughs> I'm sorry, there. I didn't tell you. No, that's all right. That's all right. I, I still did okay. Uh, I uh, one of our other co-hosts hooked me up with a code, so I ended up not, uh, still being able to, uh, you know, get one a little cheaper than, uh, you know, off retail. So 
Um, but at the actual Hobie event, um, I had that tether and, um, uh, in some of that fast moving water, I knocked my catchboard out and it went like straight to the bottom, but yeah. the tether was long enough and, and, it, and it actually stretched out pretty far. And I was like, Ooh, you know, is that going to recover? But you can see, I mean, it was fully stretched. I mean, it was down about as far as it could go and it, it came right back to, you know, regular size, you know, it, yeah. it didn't even miss a beat and uh, it totally saved my, my investment on my catchboard. And, yeah. and um, so I can, I can definitely speak to that. It, it worked perfectly. So, well, you know, a lot of people don't realize I sat there for eight hours a day stretching and <laughs> to, to quality control. That's why you make the big bucks, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't get in that much quality, but we have tested them to see what the rebound is and, and all of our leashes go back really well. And actually you can actually put some, a little bit of heat on them and it goes back. If you, if it starts stretching a lot, mm-hmm. you can boil it back and, okay. And it'll tighten back up. Cool. Yeah, no, it, it, and, um, I actually, you know, when I first started using that tether, I would actually disconnect it to bring it yep. onto my lap. But I actually found that even with it, I have, I have it hooked behind my seat kind of in the tank well area um, through one of the loops back there. And I can put it on my lap, measure a fish and never disconnect it. Like I, yeah. I stopped even disconnecting it, especially after I, I dropped that one time. I was like, man, it's, <laughs> it's not even worth it. Cause it, it works fine. Um, and it uh, doesn't really get in my way. And um, so I just leave it hooked up all the time. Uh, well, but the, it is, go ahead. The leash actually will stretch 65 inches. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it, it, it gives you, I mean, it really, there's, it, it's kind of amazing how, how easy it is and how convenient it is. But um, I also, I do like the quick connect too, because um, I don't carry my, I don't leave it on my, my, my yeah. catchboard on my kayak. So it's another thing that, you know, all I have to do is, you know, bring it back there, plop it down and uh, connect it. And I know yeah. it's good and going to be there when I get back to the ramp. Yeah, so and you can ask any of my friends, I'm the world's worst at taking stuff off my kayak. And that's one thing I love about the Titan is that I, all you got to do is push those two little pins and it pops off. I've actually ruined a, um, a red catch board um, <laughs> as it's sitting outside and got um, bleached or whatever, sun bleached. From uh, from being on your kayak the whole time? Yeah, yeah. So now nice. I've been, I've, I'm a lot better on taking it inside, at least inside the truck. <laughs> And I know, I think um, Brad Hicks, one of our other co-hosts, uh, has a story uh, about, uh, and I'm not sure which tether he used, but he actually drug a uh, carbonate board halfway home before he realized it was hanging off the back of his kayak. Yeah. And um, so that's a, a testament to the tether and a testament to the board, because there was still some board left when he got home, you know. <laughs> well, um, our one of our pro team members, Garrett Johnson, he had a he got in a wreck and he had his catchboard in the back of his kayak in his trunk and it actually reached out and and expanded all the way and came back it was like a missile wow it would probably have um, either killed somebody or seriously hurt him if he did not have the leash on it it was, got it shot out that's crazy so no. thank goodness he had it tethered yeah, you know yeah, yeah. there's a couple there's at least three different people that have told me that they they've had it jump out of their truck and extend all the way and come back. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty impressive. And, and that speaks to the, the durability. Absolutely. But just the, the stretching length, the, like you said, 65 inches, you know, yeah. that can pretty much go the better part of your kayak. So you oh, can yeah. have it, you can have it tethered pretty much wherever you want on your kayak and still be able to pull it where you need it. So, yeah. That's my favorite leash. I, I just love the look of it. So, yeah, it, it definitely is beefy. You know, you have no doubt once that clips in there that it's yeah. it's not going anywhere. So, um, not that the the D rings like I I use the D rings even off of some of I, I think I I took the D ring off of my old uh, phone tether and I'm using that for something else um, attached to my kayak just because I mean the D rings themselves are pretty beefy. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, how much you guys have tested those, but I've never had an issue with I those. I can't remember. Either. We've tested them quite a bit. It'll, I think, uh, 
I don't know what the tonnage or like the weight capacity of, but it's mm-hmm. high. It, it is high. We yeah. buy it's quality, very high quality material that we get all of them from. So cool, cool. We'll go through probably four or five different manufacturers when we make a new product before we actually release that new product. Gotcha. On, on the material that we make it out of. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know there's uh, a one product that I got to test out a little bit that I'm excited for you guys to to release. Yeah. And um, I'll, uh, you know, let that for another show. But uh, <laughs> just knowing, you know, how long your testing process is, you know, and how much you really do put put things through the you know ringer before you you bring it out. It's it's yeah. definitely, uh, you know, you know, you prove it to yourself first before you, you put it yeah. out there. So, well, you know, I always, everybody gets mad. All my friends get mad when we go fishing for, for working, like we'll go fish at work. It's like, it's product testing. <laughs> so. Yeah. That, that I would, that, that part of the job has to be a, a perk for sure. It is. It is. Um, we did a little photo shoot a couple of weeks ago and I don't know how he made me look good, but he, the picture was <laughs> turned out really great <laughs> that's cool that's cool you know when you they had like a, a professional photographer come in or just now we just we um, did it yourself okay yeah. we have that's a cool. we bought a really nice um camera and so i guess money does make people look better <laughs> there you go <laughs> well i might have to invest in some money uh you know that they say my you know you got to have a voice for podcasts but not a face for podcasting so <laughs> yeah but we do do go live on youtube so you know but um, all right. So, um, what do you think you want to cover next? So the next, we're going to get into our, um, drag straps. So we have two drag straps and one extender that goes along with the drag strap. So we'll go with the very first drag strap we ever came out with. This is called the ally. So it's a nice handle, nice, real sturdy grip. And it's, um, I don't know exactly how long it is. I can't remember. But you wrap it around your front handle or your kayak and you can drag it. And then we have, and this one we've sold a lot in the recent. This is called the ADS. So the adjustable drag strap. And it's got a long cord. And it's got that same one I have here. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mr. Chad Hoover on um, kayak bass fishing, he did a video about four months ago showing what you can actually do with the ADS. And what he does is um, he, he'll use it as a re-entry strap if you fall into your kayak. So he'll take it off the front of his kayak. He'll put it on one side of his, of his handle. He throws it over the kayak. He flips it back over with it. And then he actually puts his foot in the stirrup here and pulls himself up. That's a really good idea. It so is. It, it doubles as a rescue ladder. That's yep. perfect. After so. he did that video, we have we actually sold out of <laughs> out of the ADS <laughs> within two weeks. We had to order more and and make them. And we're so far we've been selling them a lot. Well, that's, that's a good idea. And, and that, I mean, that goes to tell you the power of social media. So you oh, never yeah. know when, you know, one of your products, you get it in the front of the right person and, you know, you know, the right people see it and it's going to go nuts. So, oh yeah. yeah. We've, uh, that, we've, we've been very fortunate to have him on our side and stuff. Now I personally use it. One is a kayak strap, but then I also use it as a deer drag. Okay. So people, People all the time ask what all you can do with it. You'll take, I can take it, wrap it around the, uh, the horns or the neck, and it's a perfect deer drag. It merely makes you. The reason why we invented that was our my boss, Mark Drury, who's the owner of Rogue, he has a bad back. And so he's, he wanted something that he could keep the weight of the kayak down and you could pull it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the whole reason. That's the story behind the ADS. And um, that was definitely something that came in handy with me uh, at the Hobie event because I was not expecting the water levels to be as low as they were. And yeah. 
I ended up, uh, you know, that they made a special, I don't know if many of the Hobie tournaments allow you to wade fish, but I know it was a rule for, you know, the Susquehanna event. That's the only event. I kind of figured, but, uh, it was, uh, it was definitely, you know, something that I didn't anticipate, but luckily I had that just hanging out inside my front hatch and man, it, it, you know, was worth its weight in gold for that event because I spent so much time out of my kayak and, um, if I would have had to just pull that little T handle on the front of my outback around all day, it would have been exhausting. So, well, uh, an easy way to make a little cheap drag strap is to, or a wading strap, have the ADS. You can put the carabiner on the handle there and loop that around your belt buckle. Yep. So, yep. And then have it right there. So, yeah. and it, it takes up so little space in my front hatch. It's almost like a no brainer to just have it in there. And especially yeah. like you said about, you know, for re-entry and stuff, just having it readily available there as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that I, I hadn't thought of that use, but that that's perfect because, you know, they, you know, I've seen people make, uh, you know, buy the re-entry ladders and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, if you can have something that, you know, serves both purposes, it's going to save space on your kayak and, you know, and yeah. wait, you know, when you don't I have hope, to. I hope nobody ever have to re-enter their kayak. But if you ever flipped a fully rigged, PA or any kind, it's a pain to flip it back over. Mm-hmm. But if you do that little trick of putting it over and then using your body weight to flip it back over, that's the easiest way to do it. Now that, that makes a ton of sense. So, and you know, they always say it's not a matter of if you're going to roll it, yeah. roll it your kayak. It's a matter of when. So, um, you know, it, it just having it and being prepared for that moment is, is, definitely a good idea so yeah yeah all right uh uh what do we have next so that's um that is it for what we have currently gotcha all right okay. except for hats we have some some rogue fishing hats that's oh, cool. on the website. Yep, yep. Nice, i'm nice. wearing one style and then there's another now something special for bass fishing for noobs that we i got i convinced my boss to let me do is to release our new product cool. that will be out next week at the about the earliest. Okay. So they're called the Micro Series. If anybody was at the national championship, you already know about it. But <laughs> here it is. So we have two versions: a quick disconnect, okay, which you can right there, right, and a split ring. Nice. So these are just your basic um, rubber um, leash. And what a lot of people, reason why we wanted to come out with this, two reasons. One, for um, range finders, for more of the hunting crowd, because it's quiet, mm-hmm. can't hear it. And second is a lot of people would always fuss about the bulkiness of the, the handmade ones. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is there. You can tell it's on there. So you have a cheaper, little smaller size, and this thing can reach, and it goes right back. So we, um, it'll be out next week at the earliest. Well, that's cool. I'm like, I, you know, thinking of different uses for that. I know uh, one of the things I, I was looking for was how to attach the whistle to my PFD. Yeah. And I I would think that would be perfect for that because, you know, it's going to be keep it close enough to you, you know, your mouth that you, you know, it's there, but it's not going to take up a ton of room on your vest either. So, so it's, it's perfect for PFDs, your pliers, um, light tools, like your scissors and your little snips. Oh yeah. And, um, that's what the rank, the little quick disconnect It's going to be, I use it for my snips, the little line cutters. Because mm-hmm. I can I can just take it off and and rig up with it at my tackle box and then I come back and it's right there. That's that's a really good idea because I I use the the boomerang snips and I, I usually yeah. have them. They're actually probably on my vest right now. But I always when I'm sitting at my tailgate, you know, uh, you know, just tying things up, I always think, you know, oh man, I got to go grab those off my vest and just being able to pop it off there would yep. make it pretty convenient. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to We sold a bunch at the national championship. So a lot of people were using it as a phone tether. They would um, wrap that around their phone case, like the end of the phone case. 
Okay. And that's what they like it in. And I know a, a lot of phone cases actually have little places for tethers like that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was my uh, my OtterBox had a like a notch for a, a spot like that. So. Yeah, this one does too. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, so you could just uh, you know put that little loop through there and then have a quick disconnect phone connection too. So. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's that's a cool product. So. Yeah. I was, I was happy to release it on your podcast. Yeah, cool. Well, there you go, guys. Go out and, uh, you know, uh, visit uh, Rogan. Check out the, I think you said early next week uh, it yes. should be out there. At okay. the minimal. That'll be the. Well, list. by the time this airs. So this will air next Monday. So um, yeah. sometime in that week, it should be out. Well, that's what, that is actually the day that we're shooting for is Monday. Okay. So that's the reason why I kind of wanted to, to release it with you and. Cool. Kind of talk about it. So, well, there you go, guys. By the time this show airs, you you should be able to go check that out. So, and even I, and I'll sweeten the pot if you use code Ethan fifteen, E T H A N fifteen, you get fifteen percent off. Well, nice. There you go, guys. Yeah. Uh, so definitely uh, take that opportunity. Um, you know, like like we've talked about. You know, these uh, tethers have saved me at least the price of one phone and the price of a catchboard. So, uh, I mean, right there is probably easily 900 bucks, I'd say. Oh, yeah. And, you know, for the the, the minimal investment that you'd have to make to gra- uh, pick up a few of these, I think um, the very first, I don't, I don't remember, I want to say when I got my Tether 2.0, my phone Tether, it came with a drag strap. It's the, I don't know, what kind of packages do you guys have? We have the... It's called the Pro Pack, which comes with I'm trying to remember. I don't, not a hundred percent sure what all the packages are. <laughs> I don't handle shipping, so I just do production. <laughs> so I know the Pro Pack comes with two fifty fives, two fifteens, a Defender paddle leash, and a phone protector. Okay. And an Ally or ADS. Okay. So that's the big pack. Okay. And then we have a star or a um, safety kit, which is like a phone protector and a one leash, a one fifty-five, and an ally. And if you just go on roguefishing.co website, we you can look at all the bundles and order t-shirts. We do have that as well. And I'll make sure I include um, uh, the links to the to all these products in the show notes. And yeah. also, uh, is it okay if I put that, uh, that code on the, yes. on the notes? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, we'll do that too. So make sure you guys, uh, check out the, the show notes for this episode and, uh, take advantage of that. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to cover, Ethan? Uh, the product wise, I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Well, what, uh, um, um, let's see. Um, uh, no, I, I mean, at this point, I'm kind of excited to see uh, where you guys head as a company and, um, you know, new products that you, you're coming out with. I know of one personal one that I, I really like and, and can't wait for uh, everybody yeah. else to hear about that one. But uh, but um, yeah, how about how about this year? Like, what all do you have planned? Are you you mentioned you're going to jump into KBF a little bit or, or, or Bass Bass Bass. Bass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. OK, my good. My good friend, Steve Owens, he took over being the tournament director. So I want to show my support for him and and all the Bass Nation, Tennessee Bass Nation. He's the tournament director, and he does it so well. So I like, well, might as well jump in with a bigger a national trail with him and have some fun. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my first tournament will be down in Harris Chain for the Hobie BOS. So that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, are you you're still planning on doing most or as many of the Hobies as you can, and then yeah, hitting up. Uh, so that's a lot of traveling. What's your you know? Do you, that take you away a lot, a good bit? Yeah, it does take me away a little bit. Um, thankfully, my boss is the best boss in the world, <laughs> and he he loves for me to go out and talk to new dealers. And right now we have we have a, a wall up here with all our retailers. We have sixty so far, around sixty. That includes we have one in Kuwait, wow, in Canada, uh, Mexico. So we're we're um wait it's kind of a running joke we're a multinational company <laughs> now. So 
Well, and, and for uh, for like you said, you guys are, are a relatively small company, so that's yeah. that's a pretty good reach for such a small yeah. company. We uh, with me including with me included and my boss, we have four people working for us. Wow. Okay. Uh, we had six, but we unfortunately lost a, a couple of them um, due to other issues. We're not sure why. So no, that happens, but. Um, but that, yeah, that's impressive that uh, you guys are able to do that. Like, how about um, like fishing shows and stuff? Do you guys uh, do yes. rounds at those? And we uh, um, we will be at the Columbus show, um, fishing show, and the Tennessee or the um, yeah the Tennessee fishing show in okay. Knoxville. Okay. So um, what? that's this year. Next year we're gonna really hit it. So. Gotcha. Well, the Columbus show, I I know I've heard you know that that's a huge show too. It is. Yeah. Know. And the nice thing is we're actually going to be located inside of somewhat of a kayak community, um, like a venue in there. Okay. So it'll be nice to have fellow like-minded people beside us. Right, right. And, I, you know, I'm sure, you know, enough people will have known of your product then that word of mouth should spread pretty good, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Hey, go check out the Rogue booth. You know, they have good stuff over there. So Yeah, yeah. We got a nice little Rogue um, booth that we'll set up and... So it'll, it'll catch people's eyes and we should, it should be a good show. We'll have a lot of product there. We'll have the new micro leashes. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So as far as personal goals for you this year, what are you? Yeah. I well, mean, my biggest goal is <laughs> to go back to the TOC. That's my biggest. And then hopefully finish in the top three or top five in a national trail again. Gotcha. What was your, your, you had a second, right? That was your second place at the Chickamauga Hobie BOS. So to finish second on chick, which is, you know, one of the biggest friggin' places in the world that, uh, you know, tons of people, uh, fish there to, that's a, that's a pretty good accomplishment. Yeah. I was really surprised. In practice leading up to that event, it was kind of tough. I had an area that I knew I could catch them, but the only the only bad thing is everybody else knew about it is a very popular area. Okay. And so I was like, I tried and tried to find something off the beaten path and I could never do it. And so I, I rolled the dice and went in there and I was me and one other guy was in it on day one. And I caught uh, 89 inches or something like that. And I was in 12th lead or ninth leading into day two. And okay. the dude, I actually knew the guy that was fishing in there. He texts me on Facebook, says, dude, you have it by yourself. I was like, okay. Wow. So I went in there and ended up um, getting second place. That's awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. And, uh, you know, just the the company that you were with in those events is just amazing. And But, I, you know, just um, – I, I just uh, not to toot your horn or anything, but the 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 way you carried yourself, even on the Susquehanna event, you know, um, the you know, when, you know, Stuart and I were both pretty discouraged and yeah. um, your your positivity was there the whole way through. And, and I think that's going to help you a lot. Uh, I think yeah. your mental game is is strong. And I try to I always call it keep my PMA positive <laughs> mental attitude high. And it is fishing's a, it's a, I think it's a 50 50 game. 50% of it is skill and 50% of it is mental. If you got the positivity, you will, you just keep fighting and fighting and eventually it'll come true. Or, so, and, and the TOC very attested my positive mental attitude a lot. <laughs> I finished um, 49th out of 50. So at least it wasn't last, but, <laughs> but I've learned a lot. Any, uh, any techniques or anything you're looking to, to do with this year or any new, uh, uh, like, uh, new, uh, well, you have your, did you have the, uh, the Ike edition through most of the season? I, that was pretty uh, I late the, in the season that you got that. Right? I had the Ike edition at the very last two tournaments of the year. Okay. So I'm looking and, forward to do and you didn't have 360 before that did you or did, I did. you i didn't I think had so. the 180 yeah and, and how much of a difference has that made i love it it's yeah. um it's out it's a world of difference being able to to be able to position your boat in the wind and be able to fish is so nice it's 
I had a little bit of problems with it at the beginning, and that was just me not knowing how to adjust everything. Okay. But after it is, um, Jay Wallen actually says it the best on a comment I read. It's like a high performance machine, like it's like a drag car. It might be the fastest car out there, but you're going to have to wrench on it to keep it that high performance. Gotcha. And it's the same thing. Once you yeah. have that mentality, it's not. So you just know you're going to have to work on it a little bit. Right. No, that, that makes sense. You, yeah. I was going to say, and, and that's almost why I'm afraid to try it because no. I know I'm going to like it. And then my wife is not going to like it because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why so far I have not, not even ventured to get in one because I'm like, I probably, I probably shouldn't. It, it's I tell you, for be- the Susky, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Being able to go and, and in that current push you around and face it and keep you in that current. It'd be awesome. Yeah. No, I think I, a 12 PA 12 would be great for out there. Yeah, no. And I, I, it's on my wish list, so um, uh, I'm still. Uh, but you know what? My my Outback really does everything that I really wanted to do for the most part. It's just yeah. so I, I'm almost. I always say I'm I'm always on the lookout for the next one, but I, I most of the ones that I've tried, I'm like, you know what? I I can't say that I love it more than my Outback. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. You know, well, so being that you truck, you you put it in the back of your truck. The Outback's probably the best that you can have. No, I, and I agree. Until I I step up to a trailer, I think uh, I think well, it'll probably be my primary. But hopefully, at some point, I get to the point where I can have a, a rake, a lake, and a riverboat, and you know, yeah. we'll see where we go from there. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I bought a riverboat to go to like river fishing, and then I never used it, <laughs> and so I got rid of it, and I just had my. And now I've fished rivers more this year than I had when I had the riverboat. <laughs> no, and so. and uh, everybody told me when I first got the Hobie uh, on this, and they're like, "Oh, there's too many rocks on the Susquehanna. You're gonna hate it." And yeah. nine times out of ten, now it was rougher this summer with it being as low as it was. Yeah. yeah. But even with that, um, the, you know, the small amount that I had to pull up my paddles or my pedals and and paddle a bit more, it you know, it 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 still you know, does fine on the river. And, yeah. you know, I've smacked that drive a lot uh, and it is held up, you know, knock on wood again, but uh, <laughs> I have really smacked that around and I am still on my original mast and my original fins. So you have the kick up. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You so, probably almost have to have the kick up out there. Yeah. yeah, no. And there are plenty of times where I, uh, that has come in handy. So yeah. um, I, I would recommend that if you're going to fish, uh, the Susquehanna and the Hobie is to at least have the kick up fins. Cause yeah. uh, those are almost uh, a necessity, but if I go back to the Susky, I'll probably be in a, either an Outback or a Lynx. Okay. See that. And, and um, I know, I know one guy uh, that fished the Lynx on the Susquehanna and um, the, the maneuverability looks amazing on it, but the, I'm still a little worried about the, uh, the durability. You know, I, yeah. I saw a couple of pictures online of uh, some rock impacts and I do bump a lot of rocks in my <laughs> kayak. And I, that's the only thing that scares me about that. You know, I, I you know, I, uh, not, not that I'm a, a total Hobie fanboy, but I, uh, you know, I looked at all of them and, you know, I, you know, initially I was like, Oh man, you know what? After I saw the, uh, the inflatable one come out, I was like, well, heck that looks awesome. And, but then I saw a guy dropped, like he just dropped fish on it and the fish, uh, the scales punctured yeah. it. That was actually at Susky. That was Jake. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Jake Harshman. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. ah, uh, so I kind of <laughs> crossed that one off the list. And uh, so I'm just waiting, you know, I have a feeling Hobie's going to come out with something that's perfect. Um, yeah. But they'll, they'll come out with a new, I think a new redesign of the links eventually. I agree. And uh, I, cause I, all they have to do is make uh, make it a little, even if it adds a little bit of weight to it. I think the the, the selling point of the Lynx is its maneuverability and its weight. I think it weighs like forty five yeah. pounds or something. It like does, that. yeah. So it's, um, it's amazing how light it is. And and that's that. I, I'd still I, I'd still think I could get away with that. You know, I you know I just would have to be a little more careful with it. But uh, it yeah. seems like a really cool platform. So that that still might be on the list, but we'll see. So. <laughs> Well, hopefully you can get you one. I'll probably end up having a Lynx before too long. 
<laughs> well, if you uh, if you if you get one and uh, you have some extra room on your trailer, if you ever come visit me, bring it with you. And I'll oh, well, I'll be bringing. It. If I go fish Susky, <laughs> I'll have it. So okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, um, let's see. I wanted to give you a chance to shout out where folks can a find you and also um, you know all of uh, places that they can look up uh, Rogue as well. All right. Well, um, Rogue is is roguefishing.co on Facebook, Instagram. And then um, with my personal pages on Facebook, it's Ethan Jet. And then on Instagram, it's Ethan underscore Jet underscore fishing. Um, then I also just created a YouTube channel that I will be posting content on. And it's um, Jet's Fishing Adventures. Okay, so, cool. There's no videos on there yet, but it'll be. I'm working on a. I'm editing one right now. That'll be my, my very first one. So bear nice. with me. <laughs> nice. Well, um, what kind of cameras are you using? Are you just I getting into a, the camera game? Well, I just got into the camera game. Um, one of my good friends, Christine Fisher, helped me with all the setup. I thank her very much. Um, it's it's a GoPro nine with a round mount. 40 inch or tough pole then i got um i just got another gopro 9 that's going to be in front of like facing towards me mm-hmm. so i'm trying to do it legit trying to get it all nice content i don't want to show anybody some crappy content so no no <laughs> they already got to put up with me so that's going to be crappy anyway <laughs> well if anybody can help you i mean christine does good content too so yeah, if, yeah you're learning from one of the best there i would say yeah. so. i got a bunch of good friends that are doing some great content, Bailey Egret. Yep. So he's helped me some. On I think what is to he get. the Serious Angler podcast? Yeah, Serious Angler. Yeah, yeah, that's what Be I the thought. fish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, we've had Bailey on the show before. He's a good dude. He's an awesome guy. Yeah. So I've had that's some of the the um, the great honors of fishing the national trail is that you get to talk to a lot of your a lot of people that you look up to in the kayaking industry. Like yeah, the first, I, my first Hobie event at, on Toledo Bend, I was like a, a person sitting in a looking at all these Hollywood stars. I was like, oh, look at that. That's Christine. Oh, <laughs> and I, I was can, just going to say, I think I would be just as star, starstruck, you know. Starstruck, yeah. And yeah. Now, now I have the honor to say that they're my friends. So that's awesome. Yeah. So cool. Well, um, well, Ethan, thanks again, bud, for coming on. Um, uh, we'll look forward to see where Rogue goes in the future and, uh, you know, any, the products you come out. Anytime you want to come back on and highlight that stuff, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, uh, look forward to maybe doing a show with you live uh, here in my uh, basement here. Uh, yeah. By then, I should have uh, – you can see the drywall behind me. I have some drywall stacked up. I'm working oh, on nice. um, making a better studio here in my basement. So uh, that's yeah. coming soon. But hopefully by then, you know, by October, maybe – if you come up, we can do a, a show live yeah, together. I think it's I think it's October eighth and the ninth or something. Okay. Like that. Okay. So. Um, okay. Well, cool. Well, stay tuned for that, guys. And uh, Ethan, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate your time tonight, and uh, wish you luck this year. Uh, we'll keep up and follow along, and uh, see how you do. All right. Thank you for the opportunity. So. Yeah. No problem, man. Uh, good luck and. Uh, Hey, tell everyone down there uh, in your neck of the woods. I said hi. If, uh, how will. often do you see Stuart? I haven't seen talked to him for a while. But. I see. I talk to him every day. So. Cool. Well, tell him I said hi and uh, thanks again. Um, and uh, we will keep in touch. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all very right. much. No problem. All right, guys. This has been another episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast, where we bring you the techniques, the tricks, and the tips to help you rip more lips. Until next time, have a good night. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. 
you can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.